Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Seems like most everyone these days has a need to blow off some steam, vent your anger, if you will, and... Now, there's, of course, a right way to do that, and there's a wrong way, and inside the wrong way, there are several different levels of wrong. Let's see which category 28-year-old Michael Anthony Alisea falls under. The Deltona, Florida man was apparently upset about something, and those around him probably could feel the rage building and knew that, just like a machete, nothing good was going to happen Wednesday when the man picked up a baseball bat. When an angry man grabs a bat and decides to destroy inanimate objects, there's a wide array of selections to be made, all wrong... Alisea chose the worst. As he went down to the Volusia County Sheriff's Office and smashed in the windows of patrol cars parked in the lot under video surveillance. <laughs> that sounds a lot, Cliff, like my high school baseball coach talking to me. <laughs> why, is, why is that? Nothing good ever happens when he picks up a bat. That's, <laughs> he used to write that on the uh, lineup card, Cliff, for my name. <laughs> Nothing good ever happens when he picks up a bat. And man, is it cold. Good I shape. Know. I thought it was going to be like in the mid to lower 20s. That's kind of what I was thinking. And then I get here today and it's 14. I'm outside <laughs> scraping my car this morning trying to get yeah. all the uh, snow yeah. and sleet and ice off of it. And my heater is not working very good in my car for some <laughs> reason today. It decided to take a vacation day. Yeah. And when I got here, Cliff, yeah. one of my lips had turned blue on me, and I thought, I'm in trouble. And the other lip, I don't know what color it is. It won't come out of my mouth this morning. So <laughs> I talked about it. You know, Cliff, I've been thinking about this vaccine Yeah. as they get closer and closer to my age to uh, be able to get the vaccine. Yeah. I know the hardest part about that, or at least in my mind, having yeah. not received it yet, it's the feeling of once you get the first shot, and I believe here yeah. in the county you have to get two. Is that not correct to be fully... That's vaccinated. It, 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 there's a, it's a two-shot dose. One version is separated by like three weeks, and the other separated by a month or something like that. So my fear is, you know, after the first mm -hmm. one, you're going to be feeling pretty good about yourself. Like, you know, I've got a measure of invincibility <laughs> here, and by the second one, you're yeah. Superman walking around going mask. <laughs> I don't need no mask. I'm protected. Is that not uh, what will happen? Well, I mean, that would be the natural thought, but you should really avoid feeling that because, I, you know, there's it's it's going to protect you from getting it, but there's no evidence that says if you're carrying it or if you've been exposed and you have it in your system, but it's your body's fighting it off, there's no evidence that says you can't spread it because you wear a mask not to keep protect yourself, but to protect others from whatever it is you're carrying. But human nature is... I know what human nature is. If I'm protected... <laughs> and you're not, Cliff. Yeah. I'm kind of like, you know, we don't have to, you know, really do this six-foot separation, do we, yeah. Cliff? I mean, you know, I'm okay. Please, please stay six feet away from me. Thank you very much. All right. We, this story of jealousy and intrigue has many twists and turns, but it all ends up on one road, South Kirkland Boulevard in Orlando, Florida. That's where police were called Saturday night around 1130, where they found evidence of a shooting and then began to unravel events, piecing them together as follows. In recent weeks, 
the girlfriend of Vincent Lee Howard Jr. broke up with the man, and not long after, she reportedly found someone else to go out with. This apparently angered the now jealous Howard, and after a screaming phone call Saturday between the old boyfriend, the new boyfriend, and the woman, said X decided the only way to resolve the situation was with weapons. So the ex-boyfriend climbed in his wife's Mercedes and went to the address where the ex-girlfriend lived, finding the new boyfriend, and then it was on like Donkey Kong. Police later said they re recovered enough shell casings at the scene to indicate the ex had fired his gun at the current boyfriend 94 times. There was, as you might expect, just one problem. His aim. As of, out of nearly 100 shots fired, the victim was only struck one time in the left butt cheek. By the time police arrived, he had already driven himself to the hospital for treatment. Howard pulled over in his wife's car a short distance away and now faces a string of felony charges, including first-degree attempted murder. <laughs> One out of a hundred, Cliff. One out of a hundred. Is still That's... too many when it comes to bullets. <laughs> well, I mean, you're right. But it's like a Star Wars movie. <laughs> Those guys in the white suits, have you ever seen any of that? No. No, you haven't. No, I, forget. No, I haven't. Yeah. No, they can't hit anything. <laughs> guys in white suits can't hit anything. Yes. So if I see a guy in a white suit, I'm, I'm safe. No, well, no, that's just in the movies. That's not. Cliff, questions abound about your story that you just gave us here about the 100 shots. A listener's wanting to know, oh, okay. um, yeah. did, did the guy stand around and just, like, play dodgeball with bullets? <laughs> no, the guy he was shooting at? Apparently. I mean, it, the story that I read from uh, the TV station in Orlando said he dove in some bushes to hide. <laughs> now, bushes are not bulletproof. That's some big bushes, Cliff, if you yeah, can hide in yeah. there and not get hit after 100 shots yeah. at you. Mm -hmm. Wow, I need to plant some of them around my house. Well, we didn't mention this yesterday, Cliff, because What's of that? the ceremony that we had after 10 o'clock that you weren't invited to because, you know, you're at the Overlook Lounge. How did I get left out of things? Well, we didn't want you to come in and, you know, possibly infect the place with wherever well, you've I, been. I, I've got news for you. I'm preventing myself from being infected by whatever's out there. So there. Well, yesterday, Cliff. Yeah. And uh, I knew what it was going on. That's why I got the ceremony going. <laughs> okay. It was a uh, Thomas Crapper Day. That's right. Yeah. I can't believe you let that slide on your end. We honored the man who invented the flush toilet. It's all because of oh, him, the... Thomas Crapper. Thomas Crapper. Yes. And we Yesterday a... was his day? That was his day. How did I... I'm falling down on the job, I'm telling you. I know. And yesterday, Cliff, you missed the brief emotional yeah. ceremony in the men's room here at Country 98.1. It was kind of sad. <laughs> I did? Yes. I've got video if you'd like for me to send yeah, it to I'd you. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. five of us in the men's room is a little bit tight, <laughs> I'm going to tell it's you. It's a little teeny. There were five people in the men's yes, room. Yes, yes. We had to keep the sixth one out. Yesterday, Cliff, I just wanted to just briefly say this. Well, maybe not briefly, but I just wanted to say this. <laughs> okay. We received here on the Morning Road Show one of the, if not the funniest, letters from one of our wonderful listeners that I have okay. ever received here. Okay. And I have no way of knowing if he's listening this morning, but if yeah. Pat Hudson or Patrick Hudson yeah. is listening this morning, I wanted to say a big thank you for sending that in. That made my day yesterday. I know you haven't seen it, Cliff. No. But this letter came in addressed to the Morning Road Show, and yeah. it all comes back to Monday when we briefly mentioned 
that it was time for a procedure for me to go and do. Do you recall that? Do you remember that on Monday? I do. I just vaguely, yeah. And you went boing. And just from that, Pat Hudson knew exactly what we were talking about and sent a letter in Mm -hmm. that basically describes the entire colonoscopy story, if that's what you want to call it. (laughs) How many... How many pages does this letter run? It's like four pages long. (laughs) And it is so funny because every description from going and getting the stuff you need to prep for this, through the prep itself, through Uh the actual procedure and the recovery from it is dead on and it's dead on humorous. And so I wanted to say, Pat, thank you for that. Icliff may, from time to time as it gets closer... I might mention a few of the uh, lines from that letter. <laughs> I think we we definitely should because as much as possible, yeah. If you've ever went through it, you will laugh, I think, I hope. <laughs> and if you're a little fearful of going through it, yeah. this should help you out a bit because it's it's absolutely true in a funny way. So Pat, thanks for doing that. I yesterday, Cliff, yes. got the date for mine. I have circled that date on my calendar. Yeah. Like a target. Like a target. I don't know. Well, probably not the right word to use. A target there. (laughs) Like like a bullseye. Yeah. yeah. Colonoscopy (laughs) bullseye doesn't go together there. But anyway, (laughs) that was the wrong thing to say. Well, today is National Kazoo Day. (laughs) Okay. And the fewer people that find out, the better, in my opinion. (laughs) Secret safe on this program. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly right. I never thought of it that way, Cliff. Yeah, yeah. The only person I really, you know, give the information to is you, and you're kind of like me. Glad it's not uh, kazoo playing on this program. Maybe we should put that. Did on you ever own a kazoo when you yes. were a kid? Oh, they're annoying. I did too. In fact, just east of where I'm sitting right now, over by the post office, there was a music store, and that's where I bought my kazoo. <laughs> I had one. Well, I didn't yeah. actually have one. My older brothers had one, and we shared. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of gross. Well, yeah, and we didn't, like, do anything with it when we shared. Like wash it. Yes, yes. We just kind of. <laughs> so it was like, you know, here's some spit. Put my spit in your mouth on this kazoo. Exactly right. And our kazoo, I don't know what a good one looks like because we're not going to buy anything good in our house. Yeah. But it looked like the little thing that makes the noise. Yeah. It looked like wax paper somebody had stuck it on was, the hole. It was kind of like a, a wax paper thing, yeah. Yes, and man, we would yeah. blow that thing up and, well, we would bust the wax paper and have to get another one. I don't know where, I think we got them at the Five and Dime store in town. It might, might very well. Mine was actually metal. You have a metal kazoo. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. See, I got it from the music store, so I was a real kazoo musician. So could you play it? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I could play it. So if we had a kazoo in your mouth now, you could do a little tune for us. I could do a tune if I had a kazoo, yes. Well, maybe some uh, one one of our wonderful <laughs> listeners will send you a kazoo, Cliff. I don't know, Cliff. I'm a little bit excited of you playing a kazoo on this program for some reason. That's how, <laughs> that's how desperate we are for some sort of entertainment on here. It's, it's kind of like, you know, inviting a guy in to play the bagpipes. <laughs> Yeah, it's kazoo on my hate list, followed closely by bagpipes, uh, bagpipes I would have to yeah. say. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Read this story of a medical problem from the country of Japan should be a lesson for those so inclined. Case reports filed for research purposes said the 67-year-old man first reported to the doctor because he was hurting, saying he had been experiencing pain for about two months in his right upper leg. An MRI indicated a spinal condition called stenosis that puts pressure on the nerves that makes the legs go numb or hurt. Doctors then opted for spinal surgery to treat it. Further tests, though, were conducted before the surgery, including a CT scan that revealed more about the man's ailment and what caused it. As it turns out, he had a toothpick stuck in his butt. Doctors said in the case report that it was clear from the angle that it had become jammed in there from being swallowed and not the way you're thinking. It made the journey through his digestive system before getting lodged near a branch of nerves in the spinal cord, which put enough pressure on the nerves there to account for the pain and other symptoms. I thought he said on it, Cliff. I was going right there. <laughs> no, no, he didn't sit on it. And I was wondering <laughs> no. how you could sit on something like a toothpick and not realize. <laughs> no. But how could you swallow a toothpick and not know? <laughs> that's, that's a good one, too. I mean, I'm just, you know. How can you swallow one of those things without choking? Yeah. Well, it's official right now, Cliff, at 814 here on the 28th of January. What's official? It's official. We have to come up with a kazoo for you as quickly as possible. (laughs) As quickly as possible. Okay. Because this is a great idea. If we ever give prizes away again, and who knows, but if we ever do, that would be great for you, Cliff, to Mm. play a tune to our wonderful listener who called in trying to win. And if they can guess the tune you're playing on your little kazoo, they'll win the prize. (laughs) Can you do that, or do you need some practice on your blowing? (laughs) I think I can. I mean, I'll probably practice a little bit just to be sure of myself, but I think I still got the chops for it. You into this? Are you in on this? No, I'm totally in. Yeah, it'll be fun. I think it would be too if we can come up with a It can't be any worse than me singing Garth Brooks yesterday. Well, that's true. Nothing can be that worse. Yeah. Uh, Does it have to be a new kazoo? Well, yes. I don't want anybody else's, you know, kazoo slobber. It has to be new. How about one of those black things? It's like a fake flute. A fake flute? I don't know what those are. Oh, they're about eight or nine inches long. Yeah, they got the little holes on them like a, like a flutey thing. But you, you know, a flutey thing. Yeah, (laughs) it's in a flute, doesn't it? Play like facing you, like a stick in your mouth. Isn't that what a flute is? (laughs) Is that right? Are you refer Are you referring to a recorder? That's it, recorder. Yeah, I don't know how to play a recorder. You don't know how to play one of those. No, that would be even better if we could come up with one of them and you play a tune. But I, I don't know how to play one. So well, even better. As the listener desperately tries to win a prize and you're playing something on something you don't know how to play. <laughs> One of the two, Cliff, we're going to have to come up with. I'll take well, a look. I can't play a recorder. <laughs> and that's okay. Oh, you mean I don't have to play? I just have to blow on it. You just have to blow on it and come okay. close to a tune. That's all. Just <laughs> blow on it and come close to a tune. I'll just make it up as I go along. It's a lot, lot like Billy Ray Cyrus sings. My apologies, Cliff. I was corrected on a text message. Yeah. The... Uh, talking about you and the kazoo the instrument you play straight on is the clarinet not the flute it sticks out the side of your mouth and one of our (laughs) wonderful listeners 
No, yeah, the flute is sideways. Yes. The clarinet. The clarinet is the full-blown band instrument that is, uh, um, well, kind of like a you know straight on. It goes straight on. Yes. And and most kids today, although we didn't do it when we were kids, but most kids today, when they take an elementary music class, will learn to play the recorder, which is like a way, way, way scaled down version of a clarinet. Way, way, way scaled I, down. I should have remembered that, Cliff, because my yeah. one of my favorite cartoons when I was a kid, and this is going to yeah. date me, was, um, well, the golden flute with H.R. Puff and stuff. <laughs> I remember. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> You remember that? Huh? I do, as a matter of fact. Yeah, that was right when television turned from black and white to color, if I remember right. H.R. Puffin Stuff. Push your bend when things get rough. H.R. Puffin Stuff. Can't do a little because you can't do enough. You don't know how many times, Cliff, in my life I repeat that song in my head over and over as I'm driving to work. Well, thanks for playing it because now I'm going to. <laughs> I saw this morning, Cliff, this statistic. It just blew me away. What's that? Well, these athletes, their hands might be gifted and their feet fast and their strategies on the football field, Mm -hmm. absolutely cunning. But Mm -hmm. over 25% of Americans don't really think any of that athletic ability matters. Okay. They believe that God personally controls who wins the Super Bowl each and every year. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, speaking of football, Cliff... Yeah. I did read that the Chicago Bears, which is my team that I root for, yep, yep, I remember. our quarterback, Mitch Trubisky, yeah. recently got engaged. At least I think he get, did. Oh, he did? This news could be a lot like his passes. Not entirely accurate. <laughs> Time now for Take It to the Bank. I didn't see anything on text messaging, Cliff, so hopefully we've never done this <laughs> well, one before. I mean, <laughs> hopefully. we got that one text message when we asked people to call in if they remembered us doing this before and we got one text message that said i was on the toilet and missed what you said the text about yes. so i think we're safe i yeah. think we're i think we are too but i don't know that we are well we'll find out well then okay. we got a text in now i think you have done it well it's too late when you You've first when you yeah. first started this program april the 1st 1827 okay we're not that no no we haven't been doing it that long no well, Cliff, our take it to the bank today is yep. FedEx, mm-hmm. multi, multi billion dollar company, yes. almost went under back in the 1970s. Mm-hmm. They only had $5,000 in their bank account, and they yep. needed to pay off $24,000. And if you're in that kind of spot, what's the sensible thing to do? Well, the uh, man that ran the company then, Cliff, said. <laughs> Yeah. We're going to the casino, and we're going to play it. <laughs> no. And so he took his $5,000 to Las Vegas, yeah. gambled it all on blackjack, and won $27,000, thus paying yeah. off their bill and giving him a little headway. And now you know the whole story there, Cliff. Okay. That takes a lot of nerve. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. We're really in debt. $19,000. I can win that in a blackjack game, surely. <laughs> Cliff, was there anything said today? Phrases of the day, starboard number three. How can you swallow one of those things without choking? <laughs> I don't know. I've never tried. Number two, a colonoscopy bullseye. <laughs> target. It was a target. The date was circled like a target. 
And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, that's where I bought my kazoo. <laughs> we'll see if I can find another one. I hope you can. <laughs> I hope you can find one, Cliff. I hope maybe a listener's got one they can give to yeah. you or something no, like that. I don't care if it's, it's used. You know, I'm not. No, I care if it's used. <laughs> I know, but I don't care. <laughs> I know you don't care, but I do. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.